Guys, I don't know if you know this. Uh, why would you before I've told you? But this episode is brought to you by Candlewick Press, the publishers of Circle, the new picture book from Mac Barnett and John Clausen. When Circle, Triangle, and Square play hide-and-seek, Circle tells her friends one rule. Do not go in the cave. But after she counts to ten, that's exactly where Triangle goes. Will Circle find Triangle? What other shapes might be lurking there? Circle is available wherever books are sold. Go to Candlewick.com for 25% off your order. That's Candlewick.com. Uh, I'm John Maltz, and I'm lurking somewhere. I'm in Maltz's cave, and I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> I'm in everybody's cave. I'm John Armstrong. Uh-huh. Welcome to turning this car around. One uppers. Hi, dads. Not gonna, not gonna discuss cave anymore than we need to. <laughs> uh, hey, Lex. Yeah. You you live in New Jersey. I do. You didn't happen to go to a high school production of Alien, did you? <laughs> I saw um, my old friend Scott Ackerman tweeting a lot about it, but no, I was not at that event. It yeah. looked like a pretty fantastic production. Did we, did Has anybody... Oh, I guess you should explain what it was. So, Well, it was a high school production of Alien. <laughs> so a uh, high school drama production and, uh, you know, costumes and lighting and it looked really cool. It looked quite amazing. And uh, apparently, I had also read, someone had posted this, and I did not get confirmation of it, but they said that all the stuff, all the costumes and everything were made out of recycled materials. That's awesome. That's great. And I believe it was just a, uh, I mean, it was not an art school, it was a public school. I want to know, I mean, the costumes looked insane, so I want to know how they made those, and I want to know who actually wrote the adaptation. Max Fisher. That's a joke, guys. Rushmore. <laughs> Rushmore. I, I figured I figured as much. Have you guys seen Rushmore? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's, been some, it's been some time. It okay, has been so what I like to call a while. Okay, so <laughs> in in the movie Rushmore, one of the students is a playwright and he does basically adaptations of things. He he of course sells it as his own work because he's crazy and funny and there's a whole thing. But anyway, when I saw this, it totally reminded me of Max Fisher, like, and um, there's just it's such. By the way, that's a super thumbs up. It's kind of a dude movie, but I love that movie. That's like top five movies, I think. Um, yeah, I sent you guys a link. I mean, sort of a dude movie, although the hero is a kick-ass woman. <laughs> oh no, I'm not talking about Alien. I'm talking about. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Talking sorry. About I'm reading the thing. I'm Rushmore. reading the thing that Lex sent, so I'm still I'm still on the Alien thing. I didn't send it. Okay. Armstrong sent it. There's a lot of confusion there's over so- there. <laughs> Tacoma, there's so much there. i'm yeah, see i'm so, reading the thing i'm reading the thing that somebody sent so I that's why i can't link. respond to any other questions okay so let's let's just tell the listeners so they're not in the dark here because we're not <laughs> yeah. on a visual show and we're not on live tv like this is so the view right now guys we are the view uh i sent you guys a link to nj.com which is the new jersey thing and um sigourney weaver star of alien gives props to the high school and she said it's incredible. She called she, them, right? Yeah. Or like sent, recorded yeah. a, yeah. Yeah, she recorded um, the video. Yeah, so this is North Bergen High School. And she said that her compliments weren't just from her, but also from James Cameron and from original screenwriter Walter Hill. Damn. Um, yeah. Yeah. So That's good so for rad. Guys. What I love, look at the cast. Like, it's yeah. so awesome. So diverse. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. 
Jeff uh, Goldblum. Oh, I thought I, I thought this is Jeff Goldblum was an author. And it was Jeff Goldman. Sorry, sorry, both of you. Jeff <laughs> also, Goldman Jeff Goldblum. Jeff. We all just for like some reason. Don't we? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can't tell you apart. You guys all look the same, Max. Okay, so set was That's largely made of recycled materials. The set was largely remade of recycled materials. Um, so not completely, but still. I mean, this is this is it's an amazing look. Um, and uh, I think our our high school production was of uh, Antigone. And Ooh. we <laughs> basically, in order to like simplify the, 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 the it was a very stark production. <laughs> it was very good. And I think we went, I think we, we won, <laughs> we won regionals, I believe. Um, <laughs> and I think we came in like second or third in the state, but uh, it was, um, we had a Greek, the, the really cool thing about this production was it was Greek chorus in the play. And, we had them standing on stage the whole time, which was difficult for them, obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, and they were standing; they were standing as statues on pedestals, and oh. uh, you know their skin covered white. And and then they would stand there while the acting was going on, and then the actors would get off stage, and then they'd turn to talk to each other about like what was going on. And it turned out really great. <laughs> In one production, however, <laughs> one of the one of the poor people was forced to stand there, to, had to jump off the pedestal and run. <laughs> Run into the back and throw up. <laughs> Which happened to be the one that my parents went to. And then, like, I had to stand there on stage and, like, you know, try and, like, get one of, like, whisper behind one of them to get the other one to say her lines. And then uh, she she came back on stage after, like, an intermission or something like that. But, yeah. But my mom was like, I figured she just got off stage to go talk to somebody. <laughs> she had to go tell one of the characters something. Like, As a, no, yeah, like, oh, nope, so it was, she had to go puke. <laughs> like it was, it was part of the play. Like there's a, and, uh, uh, it felt, right, it felt right. She thought it was part of the play. I remember. She didn't think too much of it. In my, uh, I went to a junior senior high school. It was seventh through twelfth grades, and seventh, eighth, and ninth uh, did plays, and then tenth, eleventh, twelfth, you could be in the the musicals. If you were in ninth and you were in the play, you could be in the chorus for the senior high school musical. So the first year, when I was in seventh grade, it was the first year that the junior high school said, we're going to do a musical too. And so I was the lead in the musical, Something's Afoot, a Neil Simon musical. And then I can't remember what the show was in eighth grade, but I was leading that. And then in ninth grade, I was the, the, the not lead. I was the villain. And I was totally fine with that. I was like, this is different. I could be a villain. We were encouraging the audience to like loudly boo the villain. So that was fun. Great. <laughs> do the the senior high school plays i never once got the lead because the uh well one because i wasn't good enough and two because the director hated me so much and i would still get cast and everything i would get yeah. significant parts but i would never be the lead because she just fucking hated me and i think still does we're friends on facebook now uh but uh yeah. my kids yeah. today do shows outside of school because they're in like theater um classes and stuff and they love that but they haven't done anything where you have to audition first so i'm curious to see what will happen when they start auditioning for stuff yeah I, I that's kind of why i got out of because i because i was in that play i was like i was the i was the love interest for antigone and then which surprise. was a fairly big fairly big role yeah exactly fairly big role and then when i went to college and started auditioning for things you know it's like you you know you're first of all you're a freshman um but i've auditioned freshman and sophomore year and it was just like i was butlers and everything <laughs> i was like ask her this that's my story right there like that one kind of one speaking role or you know two speaking roles and then it was like i'm gonna be like character guy and they're not doing anything fun 
just musicals, which I, whatever, I'm not, I can't sing and dance. So, uh, I'm out later. Yeah. Theater guys. The hilarious thing to me about theater, well, there are many, but about high school theater was how much everybody was theater people, (laughs) how it was important to be a theater person. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It was completely unnecessary for everybody to change in front of each other, but everybody always did because they were pubescent teens. Um, <laughs> that so was not were, my experience. That was not mine either. <laughs> well, I went to a better high school than you. Yeah, you um, did. But, uh, you know, the, the, you would have these changes where everybody would be like, oh, my change is so quick. I'm just going to have to do it out here. And I'm going to have to rehearse doing it out here too because I won't have time during the show yeah. to do it elsewhere. And be like... Okay. And like, I need some people to guard while I do it. And so the guards, in theory, the people who could be protecting you from being seen by others, would face away if their goal mm-hmm. was the goal. Everybody, but it was just so hilarious and hormonal. And <laughs> that's really okay. So there was some like modesty, like, oh, I don't want anyone to see me, but yet I'm still going to do it here. Right. Right. I, rem- I I could name names. I remember everybody's name involved in those <laughs> situations. Don't, don't do it. But don't it was, do it. I was, Just... But it was hilarious. Um, it was it was truly comical. And uh, there was the Sundays Afoot was the first time we had built a two story set, and uh, you couldn't do anything on the second floor. It was it was uh, like a, a mansion, and imagine like a row of hotel rooms on the second floor, and everyone would go in, and they would have to do changes back there. <laughs> And there was no walls in between anything because it was just doors, right? It was simply a row of doors with a platform you could stand on. And um, uh, uh, many people uh, of both major genders reported delight at that experience of changing on the second floor where you were just <laughs> next to everybody else while you changed in your quote-unquote rooms. Mm. That was mm. also, but usually it's backstage changing, like not on a hastily assembled, shaky uh, faux second floor. And then people were just like, the, the music room was backstage. And there were sub rooms you could go in to change, but nobody did. Everyone wanted to change right out in the open and watch everybody else change. It was hilarious. That's why I like the theater. Mm, <laughs> sure. Yes. Loose slots. <laughs> why not? That's no, terrible. That's a terrible joke. Um, <laughs> I. I it, mm. As so, like I don't know that my kid. I think Marlo is a, will be into theater. I think she's going to be into it. Lita enjoyed being in the chorus of her middle school. I don't know that she had like the drive to want to be, you know, on stage with lines and stuff. But I'm like Liz's girls, oh my god, those guys are super theater nerds. Like they are into it. They're so they're so nerdy about it actually that they don't listen to normal music. They just listen to like show tunes and which is fine. It's wow. fine. But like we're getting to a place where now they're like actively against like popular music. And so mm. now I'm like, okay, you're throwing a, a, a gauntlet down and I may have to pick that gauntlet up and put some musical infinity stones into it and bust some <laughs> Thanos-like musical ass to get you guys to listen to some other stuff so that you're exposed to more things because that's my job is to mm-hmm. expose you to awesome stuff. <laughs> right? As that's a parent. Awesome job backstage in theater. Of course <laughs> it was to expose. <laughs> exactly. You're exposing people to things. Sure. To awesome that's stuff. The, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's the role of you know, life. That's just, that's what, yeah, they, they felt that they were providing a service. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's just what you do. It's what one does. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oops. 
Okay, that was so that that brings up my thing. Do you okay. guys feel or have you ever felt like you're not and we're not going to talk about exposing ourselves anymore. Okay. <clears throat> that that as a parent your role is to teach your kids about popular culture in a way that's appropriate but also that gives them a sense of social currency. Have you felt a pressure Absolutely. to do that or that that's your role or one of your roles? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I worry about that. Sometimes, I mean, particularly, you know, as I've explained, Hank does not like going to the movies in the theater. Uh, and I don't, I mean, I don't blame him because it's, sometimes the experience is annoying. But at the same time, I wonder if he's missing out on discussions at school and stuff like that when people, other people have gone to see something and he's not able to discuss what they've seen. I do not worry about think, it at all. Okay. <laughs> You don't care. So whatever, kid. I mean, I don't worry about that a lot. And I don't worry about it much anymore. I think I worried about it in the beginning when he started saying that he didn't want to go to the movies anymore. Mm. And and he is, you know, occasionally, occasionally he still goes. So it wasn't like a permanent. I mean, it's not about every single. Some, sometimes there's a movie that he wants to see bad enough that he will go to the theater to see it. It's funny. I, I just don't mind at all. It's, I guess this is unsurprising given my reputation on the internet, but it, it does not bother me at all if my kids are not like super hip on what's going on in current movies. Um, I more worry about like, I want them to have an understanding of the stuff that I cared about. So like the reason why Anya watches movies that I like is because I want her to know the movies that I like to get a chance to see them. Uh, and she really likes like back to the future. And she's super desperate to see my cousin Vinny, which her mom is currently not convinced that she's allowed to watch. But uh, you know, if uh, I'm more worried about them just not knowing about stuff versus pop culture. Like, I feel like I don't always do enough job to make sure they know enough, a good enough job to make sure they know about just all the stuff in the world. There's times where it's like, Oh no, you wouldn't understand that. And it's not necessarily pop culture. It could just be world history or it could just be like an adult thing, not adult, like in an inappropriate way, but just like a stuff, the thing the kids don't know about. And I worry about like, am I not explaining enough of those things? But the pop culture side, I think they'll be fine. They'll figure it out. Once they okay. love that stuff, they'll go see it. Lex, you brought it up. I got to talk about it. Do it. Marissa Tomei, who was fantastic. Love her, right? Awesome. Yes. And especially good in the latest Spider-Man movie. She, uh, she won the Oscar for My Cousin Vinny. Earned. Jack Palance uh, had it right. She earned that Oscar. Uh, 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 was that, did she earn <laughs> that with Weinstein? Is that, what, is that what we're saying? No. Did no, it, she earned she, it with her incredible performance in the movie. She's uh -huh. excellent in that movie. But she I think she up. is excellent. I think she, you know I haven't seen it in a million years, but I do. Th as I recall, I'm she's not very, saying she's she, not. She's very good in that movie. She is very good. She is. She is very good. But uh, there, if I remember correctly, there were some amazing performances that got completely overlooked that year. It was quite controversial. I don't anyway. remember that. But oh, I, I remember that controversy. People, people weren't sure that. You know, she was the one to win, to win the, that she would win it. But like, it was excellent. And when you're competing against enough other great people, they can also, you know, balance each other out. Can't she was competing against out, right. uh, Joan Plowright and Vanessa Redgrave. Um, and, you know, films like Howard's End and Enchanted April, which were supposed to be great. But, uh, but no, I mean, I thought she was fantastic. I mean, if... <laughs> There's so many instances where the Oscars are oh. like the best picture oh. is given to like a oh. movie that I just did not like. Oh, so I'm not straight up. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to go back and <laughs> pick apart something in particular like this. I, I think I think the importance of the Oscars is overplayed. 
Um, I didn't even watch them this year. I get kind of annoyed by the whole process because every year people watch and every year people are disappointed by something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I, I watch uh, award shows for like the hosts and when the Oscars didn't have one. Well, you must like, have been disappointed eh. by the Oscars this year. Didn't watch. Didn't watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically it was all British actresses against one American. That's, that's USA. what happened. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what and happened. And the Brexit goes to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marissa, sure. I mean, look, she's fantastic. She did a great job in that movie. I'm not saying that she's not awesome. She also doesn't really age, which I envy. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, no. Like, there's she's working some stuff in the in the latest Spider Man yeah. movie, and this is the the whole reason I'm talking. I brought it up is to have this conversation. She is freaking fine. Like, she's weird and retro, but there's just like an energy that she's got. It's just it's it works on about fifty levels for me. And the Spider-Man, the latest Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, which is available to stream on Netflix right now. <laughs> well, if we're doing ads. Kids love it, by the way. Kids it. love it. Kids love it. Sure. Show it to your kids, Lex. Show that movie to your kids. They okay. love it. Trust me. But it's, it's you, especially your oldest. She is ready for it. For, for which of the Spider-Man movies? Spider-Man Homecoming. 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 Okay. Not and the, I think uh, you will appreciate not the it. the animated craziness with like no. Spider-Pig. Okay. Nope. No, that's no, also good, but. which is uh, that in, is uh, good on about 50,000 other levels. Right. Which I think John and I discussed w- during one of your absences, yes. Lex. Yes. Yeah. One of my many, many absences. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Guys, I still have another 10 minutes before I have to leave this episode. Uh, but let's face it, okay? John and John, uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. little kids are curious and they have really big questions, which is ironic because the kids themselves are little, but they have really big questions that can sometimes get awkward if you're not prepared to answer them. You're stuck in rush hour traffic and they suddenly ask, hey, where do babies come from? Or you're rushing to soccer practice and they say, hey, why does my teammate have two moms? It can be hard to keep up and it can be hard to know the right way to answer a question right in the moment. Amaze, the sex ed video creators behind the award-winning animated YouTube series, is launching Amaze Junior, providing parents with honest, comprehensive, age-appropriate sex ed videos to watch with their four to nine-year-olds. Amaze Junior has everything you need to answer your kids' questions in an honest and age-appropriate way. You can check out Amaze Junior's animated sex ed videos for parents and kids aged 4 to 9 at amaze.org slash junior slash this car. Junior is JR. Be prepared to answer your little one's toughest questions. You can spark honest and healthy conversations and make sure your kids know the facts and feel good about their bodies. It's amaze.org slash JR slash this car. Uh, I've watched multiples of these videos with Liam. Uh, he is eight. Uh, he got it. He had questions answered. They are super age appropriate and you feel good. And, you know, honestly, one question I had was like, is this going to lead to a lot more questions that I won't know how to answer? And the answer was no. <laughs> um, he like, <laughs> was like, that makes sense. I'm ready to move on to my next thing in my day, which is exactly kind of what I wanted. <laughs> so one more time, it's <laughs> amaze.org slash JR slash this car. Yeah. It's better than learning uh, backstage at Wyoming Missing Area Junior Senior High School. That's all it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think those two things could go together, frankly. Yeah, no, no. I think you learn you learn about it from Amaze Junior, and then later, you know, you, when you're you learn, exposed to you, you get exposed, exposed to it backstage <laughs> in your high school theater program. I don't Unless you're me and John, I did neither one of us. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm remembering actually in seventh grade, something's afoot. I also had to have a kiss scene 
Oh. oh, so did I. I had a kiss scene in that play. Yeah. I believe it was my first kiss, I think. I can't quite figure out if that order is right. Um, it was not my first kiss. But it was like the <laughs> show off. But it was like the, uh, was an attractive girl. One of the girls who had boyfriends, because most people didn't at that point. Um, and when we rehearsed it, we would just normally skip that part. And then one time the director was like, okay, you guys, we're just going to do it. It's not a big deal. Just kiss. And so she kisses me on the cheek and she's like, no, that's not what we're looking for. And we did the most chaste, ridiculous lip kiss you've ever seen. Like it honestly was the opposite of romantic or physical in any way. Like it took, it took love out of the room was how horrible that first attempt was. (laughs) (laughs) It was basically as if two dead corpses had their lips mushed Mm -hmm. together very briefly, Um, Mm -hmm. but we got better at it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sure you did. Um, And I want to hear about that. But I have a question. Was that both of your first kisses? It was not hers. It was mine. I don't know if it was mine. I'm trying to remember. Because my first kiss would have been, uh, I don't know. Um, Probably, uh, my guess is the following summer with like when it was an actual intentional, not because it was at a play kiss. Hmm. I'm still looking forward to mine. <laughs> well, talk kiss you anything. I'm not going to say when mine was. It was late. <laughs> just whatever you do, guys. Um, don't search. It was, Marissa in, it Tomei. was in high school. Don't search Marissa Tomei hot. Just that's just a, take a, some advice. Um, it's don't. a little distracting. It's just a little distracting. So, mm-hmm. so can, you, uh, can, you, can you join us again? I'm, I'm closing that tab. So. Okay. Um, Is closing that tab a euphemism? So what I was going to say, though, Lex, as you were talking, I thought about um, (laughs) if you watch, I don't know if you guys watch Stranger Things. Also, Mm -hmm. I think for older kids, fantastic. And the the actors are amazing. Um, The kid actors. And they, there's a scene in season two uh, that's really awesome. And um, the actors talk about it. And how awkward it was for them to film that scene, oh, because I oh, think yeah. I think for for the girl it was her first kiss, and I think it was for him too. And he was like, it was just really funny the way they the way they talked about it and the directors and everything. It was it was really cute. That's in like the extras or the you know yeah. First season. I remember watching the second season. We only ever watched the first season, but um, oh, you got to watch the second season. Oh my god. Speaking, yeah. though, of streaming series and kids and stuff, have you guys, either of you, watched Catastrophe on Amazon? Oh, my God. No. I've been First hearing, two seasons. I mean, I, so good. I'm, I'm probably going to, though, because... I just finished the series. The whole thing is only like 24 episodes. You could, you could do it very yeah. quickly. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, so, John Armstrong, you've only seen the first two seasons? Yeah. I, and I know the last one's supposed right, to be well, pretty no intense. No spoilers. But they were all great. And what I was actually just reading now that Apple News Plus offers me Entertainment Weekly, I read a story in there about mm-hmm. catastrophe and uh, they were talking about how I had noticed the kids never have any lines. They have uh, uh, there are multiple kids in the show and they never speak. You see them sometimes, but they never speak. And they're like, yeah, we, uh, we didn't think we were the show to show you, hey, kids are cute when they try to pronounce words and stuff like that's not what our show is about. So they're there, but they're not what the focus of the story. Is. So whatever. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. Like. I often think when you see kids in a movie or a TV show, that's not appropriate for kids. Like, do their parents let them watch it anyway? <laughs> do they watch the right. whole thing? Do they just watch their scenes? Uh, nothing in Catastrophe is appropriate for anybody under like 40. No, um, it's like super hardcore. Yeah. 
but uh, language no, and, says uh, that yeah, it's not super hardcore like you're seeing sex no happen no but it's like language like they're cursing and the yes. the dark humor is super yes. dark they also go out of their way to try to make the sex look as unappealing as possible which i find hilarious yep yes agreed <laughs> anyway i recommend it to all okay. parents yep. and humans catastrophe on amazon yeah it's on my list now you're on because my it's come now. up it's <laughs> why am i not seeing entertainment weekly as one of my magazines that's that's bullshit you gotta go to the browse by alphabet thing yeah it's very dumb yeah i'll work on that <laughs> actually i will say because this is parenting related anya has subscriptions to at least three magazines she loves them all of them are in uh, apple news plus and that's going to be the reason that i actually subscribe because we're going to it's stop so worth it it's so worth it i don't have enough time to read magazines i did read entertainment weekly on the bus this morning um but uh, i normally don't and uh, i think now i will but i wouldn't get it just for me but since she can read her magazines we'll be good so I am a uh, texture user and subscriber. I, I had been. I'm going to interrupt you before I go deep on texture because I mm-hmm. have to drop as you guys. As okay. Well, but I love you. Can tell me. Pro tell tip. John, tell our listeners. Pro tip. Yes. Apple News Plus, iPad. That's all you need to know right there. Like it's the okay. best consumption experience for um, for magazines on an iPad. Okay. Um, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't tried it yet. Um. It's pretty and good. Right now it's uh it's you get a you get a free preview for a month, is that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. What's okay. good about it is that um it's like they what's the word I'm looking for? They they have like they've done a nice job with um keeping the magazines functional in an Apple way. So like, like, uh, when you, if you have a big enough screen, like there's thumbnails, so there's the cover and then there's thumbnails and you can click in and it's, it's fantastic. It's just a great, and if you have an iPad, it's a great way to, um, yeah, to read magazines, but I'm, I am thumbs up on Apple news plus right now so far. Okay. I don't think it's great for kids too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, Hank likes Hank likes to read the newspaper, and he he gets like the game magazine from we 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 are GameStop Plus members, whatever the whatever they're pro, I guess GameStop Pro members, and so there's a magazine that comes with that, and he looks at that um, to see what games are coming out. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's not another, there's not a lot of other ones. We don't well, we don't get any other magazines other than we get National Geographic still um, because Karen's parents buy me that for Christmas every year. Um, which I love having because it's a great, I mean, the photography is really standout. And there's usually at least one, you know, archaeology related thing that I want to read in the magazine wait, every month. Wait, wait, which, which magazine? National Geographic. National Geographic. I believe that's in here also. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, but um, a couple of nerd things for me was uh, Computer Music, which is a British magazine. There's two oh, of them. There's Computer Music and Future Music. And they're like, so right up my alley and it was like done 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 as soon as i saw those because texture did not have those i could not get those in texture at least the last time i checked i could not get those right but there's a lot of well it might be i mean it might be a good way to get them to read more um that's kind of what i'm thinking Um, yeah like uh field and stream john field and stream 
Who doesn't love that? <laughs> oh Food yeah, and Field and Stream. He would probably like Field and Stream. Um, he just he's re-upping for the fishing club this year, and because mm-hmm. he is now fifteen, he had to get a fishing license. Wait, so there's a club. We signed him up for that. Yeah, at school there's a fishing club. This is the all Rushmore thing because that's so Max Fisher too. <laughs> he would have started the fishing club. True. Does yeah. it, is it like fly fishing or just any kind of fishing? No, it's a, they fish in lakes um, in okay. the area. Yeah, but uh, I don't think they've gone. They haven't gone fly fly fishing. So it's just get a lure, toss it in. Yeah, yeah, and um, and he's brought he's brought a few fish home, and nice. <laughs> we have to we have to awkwardly clean them, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I hate. <laughs> I had someone show me how to clean a fish when I was very young, and it was amazing. You just slice. Yeah. You go into the anus, slice up, and then you <laughs> Thank just you. rip it out. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, our neighbor uh, spent a bunch of time in the Alaska fishing business. So he, uh, first time he brought fish home, we were was like, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> walked over there and he's sitting, he's sitting in a lawn chair watering his lawn <laughs> with a hose. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, might have had a couple beers before mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, can you show us how to clean this fish? And, and he was ha- more than happy to do it. So. Um, and then the, then the next time I had to do it, you know, I basically had to do most of it. And that was, um, mm-hmm. that was happens. challenging. I That's will say what happens, but, Keep. but we got it done and we breaded it and, and fried it and ate it. Nice. It was, it was okay. <laughs> it was, it was not amazing. <laughs> it was edible. <laughs> That's awesome. like, I think the fish that we get at the market is a little better, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, the only thing that bothered me, I think was, um, Aside from the like, you know, general um, fish kind of, it was it was the feel of them, like the texture when I would hold them. Yeah, um, I always seemed to struggle with that. Like that, that was a barrier to me. Um, wanting to fish, like it was like I loved how they tasted when you cooked them, but yeah. it was the responsibilities of handling the fish. Getting prepping it for for cooking, I just uh, that right. was the thing, and also care like transporting them was kind of a thing as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, and that's a, wanna... that's a bit of a problem because they you know they fish probably like an hour away, so they fit or they fish. So his Ooh. school is you know like forty minutes away at least, and then they f- often fish like a half an hour away from school. But the guy, I mean, the guy who runs the club obviously brings um, like a cooler filled with ice. So, but, uh, it's just, uh, it's not my, it's not my favorite thing, but he loves it so much. I mean, he really enjoys it and it's one of the, you know, like he can sit there and he's sitting there for hours on end, just out in nature without looking at a screen and, (laughs) and he's perfectly content. So, um, it's nice. It's a good thing. I think, uh, I think that um, there's something, there's something, I mean, well, I will say this, there's something about fishing that is relaxing. Like, like sure. I think, I think it's, it's, and it's also because you're not really doing anything. You're just kind of hanging out. I mean, you're, you know, you're right. throwing a thing and then you're rolling it back in. It's like, it's just kind of a, it's almost, it's, it's like an easier golf in a way. Like <laughs> you're not lugging clubs around, you know, like, yeah, you, and you're not yeah. cursing. And you can do it in the rain. I mean, there's right. no, you know, you're just sitting there. You put a poncho on, and sometimes it can be miserable, but 
Yeah, no, no. Usually, that's, around, that's usually around here, it doesn't get cold enough that it's that it's so bad. I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't start until spring, so it's it's fine. Um, there's a few, I just wanted to point out. I'm, I know we're kind of jumping around, but I wanted to point out a couple of things about uh, uh, News Plus that I think is good. Yep. The, all the there's like a there's like three or four different kids National Geographics. Um, as part of it, so there's like uh, there's kids, there's little kids. And there's traveler and history. So there's like other kind of, so there's a two, two kids issues that, you know, one for, for smaller kids. And then that's more like big, bigger pictures and whatever. And then like the kids yeah. one, which is more like, um, you know, like article articles, but not written. So you know, written for kids basically. Um, and then pop, popular mechanics and popular science, oh, both of God, which yeah. were I got. Awesome. I used to get popular mechanics a million years ago. I loved that yeah, magazine. When I was a kid as well. And it was like, it was fantastic. Um, there's a lot of good magazines here, I have to say. Like Rolling Stone. There's Retro Gamer, John. PC Gamer. There's, there's <laughs> oh, so no. many magazines. You can't <laughs> believe it. I'm just yeah. Scientific American. I know this is a commercial. Yeah. Oh, Sound and Vision. Oh my God, Sound and Vision. They have Sound and Vision. I didn't know that. I didn't know they had Sound and Vision. Right. Sorry. Sorry. I got to go. I got to go read this magazine. Um, <laughs> bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. Now, um, John, now the Lex is gone. Yeah. You know what we're going to do? It's countdown time. What do, we, what, do we, what do we have to cover? Do we have something well, to cover? We just, it's just countdown. It's just the countdown. It's like we're, we're getting yeah, right. closer we're and gonna, closer. We're just going to talk about it. So it's a month. Right from the big one, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, I believe though, there's the John Wick movie coming out soon. Yeah, I don't see John. I don't go to the theater for John Wick. I, <laughs> I do enjoy not. them. I always watch them when they come when they come to video, but I don't make a special trip out to see John Wick at the theater. <laughs> well, I haven't either, <laughs> but this one I might. Know. This one I might. Um, okay, kind of depends on a few things. Uh, First of all, when does it come out? I, I guess I thought it, I thought it came out this week. I could be wrong, but um, like I am, I am so looking forward to that movie. I have to say, I'm just looking forward to it. Um, I, I went to the wrong website. We're gonna we'll pause for pause for laughs. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. There's a, there's a movie that Hank actually said that he wanted to that he might want to see in the theater, uh, and now I can't remember what it is. Um, He's on a horror kick right now, so I mm. think it's a horror movie. But oh, us, I, us. Yeah, I don't think it was us. I don't think it was that. Um, he hasn't talked much about that one in particular. I'm trying to remember what the heck. Oh, oh, you know what? I bet it was. It was. Um, it was the Zombieland sequel. Oh yeah, um, because he really enjoyed Zombieland, and uh, the sequel for that is coming out in uh, around the Halloween time period. That's so. um. That looks, yeah, that's a fun movie. I was going to say. I definitely, yeah. I mean, and that, and that I think is technically, I like, I, I was checking Common Sense Media for a bunch of horror movies because he was interested in watching some. And so I was trying to figure out, okay, are these really okay? And they rate that kind of high, but I feel like that, like, you know, like a high age, like 17. I feel like the comedy in that really diffuses the, yep. the tone a lot. And yes. so I think it's less serious, even though it's a lot, you know, it's still extremely bloody. It's not like, but it's not in the same thing like Saw, which is like gratuitous, like right. angry killing. Yeah, no, no. So like, like I don't, I don't, I, I don't rate those two things the same way. I don't either. I don't either. Um, I, I think the movie I wanted to ask you about, trailer wise, was Have you seen the trailers for Dumbo? 
I think Dumbo. I've seen a trailer for Dumbo. I think uh, that was one of the trailers was in front of Captain Marvel. Yep. The, yeah. the, I don't think that was the best trailer. The best trailer was the like teaser where it was like it was it was like super emotional for me. I don't know why. It was just really I just was really affected by that first one. Um, really? Yeah. And I, it looks to be like a cute kid movie, but the cast. Yeah. What I really am amazed about is. Yeah, the cast is pretty amazing. Michael Keaton, Eva yeah. Eva Green, who's what? Yeah, and um, uh, uh, what's Danny his name? Danny DeVito, who uh, worked. Uh, Keaton and DeVito worked on uh, the second Batman. De- DeVito oh, was right. the Penguin. Yeah, and is is the um? Am I misremembering? Is the dad from uh, Friday Night Lights in there too? Uh, Chandler, no, uh, Colin Farrell's in it. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Colin Farrell. He looks a little bit like him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They have a similar vibe. Oh, there it is. Although, right although Chandler's got that like military kind of cop energy. Yeah, right. Right. You know, that like, yeah. He's a good coach. Good coach. Mm-hmm. No, Colin Farrell. No, oh, Alan Arkin also in it. That oh. was the, uh, the other one I remember. Oh, from man. Trailer. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, he's so good in, um, Little Miss Sunshine. Oh man, I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. I love and that movie. I want to. I, <laughs> I was, haven't seen I was, it. I, we bought that movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. I don't. I don't know if I've ripped that. Um, but uh, I think I want to show. Should, I should go that find movie. that DVD. I don't think Marla could see it. You know, it's R. But I think no. Lita I don't. Do I don't think it's good enough. <laughs> I think a, a teenager could totally see that. I think movie. it's a little. Yeah, it's a little adult for. Uh, I know. I would not show it to Hank even at this point. Um, really. Little Miss Sunshine. I don't know. I mean, it's not that like, bad. So some of the some of the you know some of the things that are discussed are kind of um, the things that bother me are uh, like I was thinking about the Jerk, okay, um, which is a great movie. Um, but there's like there I, I think about certain scenes and I wonder about the kind of message that they send. Like there's a, there's a scene where and it's ridiculous. Um, but he's trying to kiss her. He's trying to kiss Bernadette Peters and she's trying not to be kissed. And oh, okay. And well, like he's yeah. puckering up real big and she's got her mouth real closed real tight and they're pushing against each other in this ridiculous way. And yes. it's, it's silly, but at the same time, it's like, okay, he's trying to kiss her and she doesn't want to be kissed. It's oh. not, it's not a great message. But you can have that conversation. Like, look, this movie was made you can, yeah, decades ago. We yeah. always have that yeah. with the kids. When and we watch I think movies, other than that, that I mean, then there's the, you know, there's, they, they use the N word, but of course they use it as something negative. Um, you know, like it is clearly a, a slur and, um, and he reacts to it as a slur. So like something you shouldn't say, like, yes. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Other than that, other than those two things that are really like just slightly concerned me, it, it's such a great movie. So <laughs> it's so much fun. We, we watched, we watched Little Miss Sunshine recently, and uh, I not not with my kids, but um, yeah, Liz and I, and uh, I, I I watched it and I was like, you know, I don't know why. I guess it's R rated for maybe language or or subject matter because I think there's a there's a Steve Carell plays a suicidal person, but you don't ever see him mm. actually try to commit suicide in the movie, but it's just heavy talk. I think. I I think what it's R rated for is Alan Arkin actually. Yeah, and that's who I, that's the first thing that I that I thought of um, is him but, saying, "Fuck a lot." Of yes, yes. <laughs> like, I, there's another message that I don't you know. Like, yeah, right. Well, 
but I think it's pretty clear that's in a movie and it's a character and it's like, you know. Yeah, right. It's not right. It's not portrayed as something like like that's good advice. It's like portrayed hey, as like right. skeevy like, old grandpa's advice. Yeah, it's like weird grandpa. Like yeah, like maybe the good grandpa, right? Like or or like if Trump is the bad grandpa, he's the good grandpa. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's a bad yeah, something thing. like that. I don't know. Whatever. I'm I'm reaching. Yeah. I'm reaching, John. I'm reaching for so much right now. Okay. Well, I guess I thought there, you know there are two there are two Godzilla movies coming out in the next what? two two years. Oh. So so this this summer, right? Um. Well, May. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yep. Um, comes out. And then next year, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Comes out. I hope, I hope it's like the Skull Island Kong vibe, but I'm, I'm going to guess. <laughs> well, I guess not. it is right. I think it, I think those are the, um, isn't that, isn't that of, part of, is that part of this whole universe? Like weren't they, they were going to make a universe, right? Yes, like the, a monster. Universe. Yeah, the monsters universe. We had a whole yeah. thing about that. On and I the... think they're still sort of stumbling along with a lot of that, but uh, I don't know. The cast for Godzilla: King of the Monsters is Millie pretty Bob- good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Vera Farmiga, um, Vera, and then uh, Millie Bobby Brown from um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, she's like the Bradley lead. Whitford. She's the yeah. Hey, and Kyle Chandler. And Kyle Chandler. That's how I saw these because I, I was licking him up. Um, David Stratham. Tommy Middleditch from um, Silicon Valley. And of course, Ken, Ken Watanabe, uh, underused mm-hmm. <laughs> so far in this series. <laughs> mm-hmm. The first, I did not like the first movie very much. I thought it was incredibly stupid. But Wh- Which um, one? It was, it was all right. I was which, mildly entertained. Which which Godzilla, one are you talking the, about? The, the Godzilla the, movie, the first one that he was in, um, which I think was just called Godzilla, right? 2014. Uh, There's been yes. a lot of them. Yes, 2014. Yeah, and he plays the same character again in this. So this is a. Hmm. Um. Yeah, Ken one. He's a uh, Ishiro. I can't say that last name. Shirza. Shirazawa. Serizawa. 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 Okay. I've never heard that last name before, but um, Ishiro Serizawa. Juliet Binoche is in that? What? Okay. Oh, really? I may need to watch this then before that other one because obviously there's the, a... What, the old one? The 2014 one? Yeah. There's, there's oh, obviously right? the same universe. It's it's D- dumb. David Strathairn's <laughs> in it. Like there's the characters are repeating. Like there's the same. It's really dumb. But um, well, it's Godzilla, part, dude. What are you expecting? I won't, I won't spoil it for you. But there's one part in particular that like comes like about two thirds of the way through the movie or something like that that I think is just so monumentally stupid that I can't even bear. You can't even. You just can't even. Yeah, I can't even with that. Uh, I, I, it's Godzilla. I mean, it's not like Godzilla is the <laughs> know, Marisatome it of <laughs> dumb. <laughs> it doesn't have to be dumb. No, but oh, Ch- Charles Dance is also in this one, this the summer one, um, the May one that's coming out. Yeah. So, so by the way, John Wick's in May seventeenth. Yeah. Everybody, May seventeenth for John Wick. Don't take okay. the kids. Um, no, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. So, so 
King of the Monsters, did the same person direct it? No. Oh, good question. Gareth uh, Edwards directed Godzilla. Rogue One director. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, God. yeah. Ugh. That's uh, that's uh, too bad. Well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm only saying this based on the stories, which is that they they had another person come in and do a bunch of work to fix that movie. Yeah, I, true. Didn't, I didn't think Rogue One was terrible, but um, but oh, I thought it was great. But well, he directed it. I know, supposedly. I know, but Godzilla is not good. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> that's what I'm. Oh, okay. you're, yeah, you're no, saying yeah, no, you're somebody, saying not the too other, bad. The guy, okay. that, the guy that's directing King of the Monsters, <laughs> not a lot of great. Mm, not a good um, direct track movies to there. his credit either. Krampus. <laughs> hmm. Trick or treat. So, um, and then of, those are all writer credits, though. Those are writer credits. No, no, those are director credits for the guy that's directing King of the Monsters. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Well, he is also the writer for Trick, Trick or Treat too. Yes, yes. So he's the writer director and, for Krampus. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not. Uh, no. I'm not holding out yeah, hope. Uh, uh, I mean, I will probably watch this on video. But I. But uh. Not a theater show for you. I doubt it. I don't All go right. out. I didn't get out to the theater very much, and I have to save them for ones that I really. Think I hear I you. Enjoy. Right there with you. Yeah. Right there with you. Although I have to say, Liz has jumped so on that Alamo scene. Like she's like, we're going to movies now. But I think she's yeah. also realized like it's really expensive, and maybe we need to be more judicious with our theater dollars. Uh, so far, that Dumbo is not looking good on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, yeah. It's too bad. Yep. Damn, sorry to hear that. But us, 95. That's what killed his mother. <laughs> <laughs>